0: Trending News, right now.
1: Looking at the last 24 hours in terms of what uh, the tweets have been saying, what they've been reacting to in terms of news, we're joined by Ade Kunle Owolabi, who is social media commentator. How are you this morning, Ade?
0: Hi, Asanda. I'm doing good. And, And yourself?
1: I'm great. Thank you very much. We're celebrating Banyana Banyana. I think it's going to be not just the week, the whole month for me.
0: I, I think we can just extend it to the rest of the year extra, extra, uh, everyone yeah. is happy and it's <laughs> it's, it's it's just uh, good vibes from the from the from the ladies I think it's, just, it's great we were predicting or uh, supporting them together if you remember I think that's really good we're yes. so happy for the result
1: yeah we also celebrate yeah. uh, from the world Athletics Championships you're own there in Nigeria Toby Ob- Omishan. Uh, we were speaking about that yesterday so I'm sure you guys are celebrating with her but let's do, uh, go straight to hashtag to dumieni uh, today, who has uh, pleaded guilty and uh, fined for naming Mr. X at the Zondo Commission, the former chair of SAA.
0: Uh, what is what is a uh, um, weird um, situation we are facing here? Based on the reaction that people are actually um, checking on Twitter, and I think I see a lot of people really disappointed, and they felt like. Um, Dudu Miani has gotten away uh, with, with the crime. I mean, if you look at the, um, with the applications that was made by her lawyer, I can see that he did his own work and he was able to 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 win this case by by presenting quite um, um credible information that actually helped her to to get away with this uh, with this crime and they feel like the fine was a little bit um, a slap on the wrist uh, for for her. Uh, I, I mean what do we take out of this and and what is what does this mean for our judiciary system and all uh whistleblowers or people in, in that are uh, in protection in in, in terms of witnesses. So um there was a, p- a particular tweet that um I, I wanted to to bring up. People are uh, actually saying that what does why why is our judiciary being bought and 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 questions around that they felt like she shouldn't have gotten away with it and they wanted sort of um, a, a more uh, hash uh, punishment for her.
1: okay, so she was uh, due to pay hundred and twenty thousand rand in a fine or face two years imprisonment of course she wasn't gonna go to the letter but she's paid uh, thirty thousand towards this fine, and she only has another 30000 uh, to pay. The 60000 has been suspended, the remaining one. And, and the arguments here were that she's a first-time offender and she'll be turning 60, so she's part of the elderly group of people. Does that not make sense, though, then, to, to make the sentence less harsh than that what, which it was at the beginning?
0: It, it, yes, it, it does. I mean, it makes a, a, a lot of sense and which I felt like the, the lawyer that uh, attorney. had um, of course, exploited the, the the conditions that are in 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 the constitution or, or rights in this in the country, and knowing the situation and the I mean the depth of the of the crime that uh, allegations that were placed on her. I mean our role in 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 the situation that we have at the SAA in the country, and um, you would expect um, some sort of. Uh, you know, asher punishment, and just to be like a make her like a, a like a scapegoat to the rest of the um, politicians that are in that situation too. I mean, this is the reaction that I'm actually putting out there, not my views. And mm. and 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 I understand from their from from their position as well. And and I mean, what do we do? We cannot now bend the law because we really need to to make a scapegoat, despite the fact that we think um um she's a first-time offender and and. Also, with the looking at the 60 year older uh, um bracket as well, so I think I think she got she got lucky on this one. And um, 60,000 uh rand is not really a lot of money considering uh the amount of funds that were being uh, alleged against her.
1: What do you think she would have uh in for or um, mentioned, Mr. X, though? If we just reverse a little bit or rewind, she was cautioned by the inquiry chairperson chief justice zondo at the time that the witness must be must remain anonymous this mr x being a uh, a protected witness why do you think she would name mr x
0: i, I i'm not entirely sure what she was she was why she would uh... Go to that um, to that extent, even though I mean, if she wasn't even cautioned, this is what she knows as well. Like, if anyone is an estate um, witness, their their identity definitely needs to be anonymous. But um, the need for her to actually have to break that um, law um, is what, personally, I can't even. Understand why she would do it, and I'm not. Maybe there's. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe it could have actually uh, helped her in uh, trying to justify um, or sustain her argument in a way to prove a point. But if I'm I don't think it was a wise decision for her to have actually gone that route because what is the message that we are actually passing across to to people that are actually um, making attempt to, to to make a whistleblowing and we've seen whistleblowers being murdered in the country as well and 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 with this kind of um, judgment outcome, it's it doesn't say so well uh, in terms of the the judiciary trying to um, put that measure to people not to uh, disclose uh, people in uh, in witness protection.
1: Well she still has the charge and uh, a record of criminality I guess for obstruction of justice. Where do you think this will take things from here on or do you think it's not going to be much of an impact in terms of her future? She is 60 probably looking at retirement at this stage.
0: Uh, definitely. I mean part of the argument that the lawyer was able to sustain was um, she's been uh, she's been paraded as a delinquent uh, director and she would definitely not be able to be appointed. she would not be able to get a job uh, considering the record that she has. So I, I think she's probably going to fly under the radar. And um, we never can tell. Maybe she might just um, get back into ANC and, and maybe another cabinet might, might be reshuffle. We never know with, uh, with the cadres in ANC. All
1: right. While we're still on matters of the law, we might as well go to Hashtag Advocate defo, who's revealed the real reason that he was arrested at court during the Senzo Meiwa trial. And this was uh, during a podcast that he was speaking. What did he say?
0: Uh, with with um, with advocates, therefore, it's it's just quite a it's it's sort of confusing and 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 everyone thinks he's uh, trying to he's probably enjoying the spotlight and and I think they think he's trying to make the case all about him. It was sort of explaining how why he he felt he was being arrested there by the court and it felt like they shouldn't have done that and the the details were sort of sketchy for me because i wanted to understand the motive of even why he was actually disclosing such information there on a podcast i mean he dropped a lot of bombshells even during this it's uh, it's recent interview in some uh, news news outlet it's just I do not know and a lot of Twitter uh, responses are thinking he's getting way ahead of himself and is really thinks he's enjoying the spotlight we've also seen um, um eff leader Malema also also throwing jabs at him saying that he thinks he's he's everything and he, he thinks he's uh, enjoying the spotlight and also making the case about it myself.
1: The dramatics just don't end here. I mean, he's in court, he's storming out of court, he's you know, throwing uh, whatever words at whoever he's throwing words at. I'm saying throwing because those are the dramatics we've seen instead of speaking the words. Then he's in the case and then he's not in the case anymore and then he's doing interviews. It's just a, a little quite a lot. I can understand why Twitter is saying, but th- this man is just looking for attention here. Do you think a podcast was the, f- uh, uh, the better avenue for him to, to be speaking? Because, I mean, he's spoken as much as that doesn't make much sense but was a podcast a better avenue instead of a say a radio uh, broadcast or television broadcast
0: I I think I think um, looking at um, um, him at the moment and he knows he's a newsmaker and he knows he's getting the attention and I felt like I'm not entirely sure if any uh, news producers would be interested in his stories at the moment and and it felt like maybe the podcast was one of the uh, the mediums that that was available to him at the time and i'm sure he sees that he's someone that has never declined interviews even um, at any slight opportunity that he gets. And I also think that um knowing that he's is is a lawyer, he, he needs to be cautious on the statements that he makes and he needs to be cautious on discussing um cases that are also in in the that are still being in court as well. And I think that is something that would probably would have expected from him. And going to a podcast to to actually be discussing these issues uh, is just, for me, it looks like um, cheap publicity and and which is really unnecessary.
1: Yeah, we, we don't understand. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Let's go to Northern KZN The Hashtag Mpangeni. Five criminals uh, having been killed in a police shootout. This is after they stole clothes. They went to Mpangeni Mall and uh, took a, a few items, clothing and various other items. Uh, what uh, more do you know about this?
0: yeah it's um asanda is it's it's quite a it's it's sad ending for them and looking at how um from the details of this crime how they were able how they were chased and there was a shootout and ended up um having people being killed in the crash and also some were also arrested i think it's, it's it's i mean it's it's a good um, um a good lead on the on the on the police as they said they would be um doing more ballistic and testing and also the profiling of this uh criminals as well just to see how they can uh, put an end to the surging crime that is in the country. I mean, we've seen shootout that has been happening across uh, taverns and now this happened and w- I'm, we're not entirely sure if they are linked, but we would want to hear more from the police and to see um, what the outcome is. It would be maybe this, this. Um, uh, perpetrators that were being held now maybe have been linked to other crime but it's it's i, I didn't i'm maybe souls of the of the of the uh, uh of this uh criminal's, uh rest in peace but um i would have preferred that they were arrested and and but they were trying to evade as well they were uh, trying to evade arrest so they could have surrendered yeah. but it didn't end well for them unfortunately on, on
1: almost two hour high speed chase there that ensued Uh, The police officers working with private security officers, do you think that helped also, the private security coming in?
0: I think it helped. And they need to there need to be a lot of collaboration. There need to also be community policing as well. There need to be a lot of intelligence. Uh, we need to see all of that because the crime in the country it is really surging and it's 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 almost everywhere now if you're not it's feeling unsafe. And before you know it now, August is right here and we're going to get into the December fever and we're not entirely sure what we should expect in the country.
1: Hey, and, also, and, and, and uh, eight criminals, eight robbers that were involved in total, as much as five were killed, and we know two have been seriously injured. So it seems like quite a, it was a, a big plan here, eight, a whole eight uh, people. Let's talk about mall security, because there's a mall security guard who tried to stop the robbers with throwing a bin at them. Do you think this might raise questions around equipping security guards better when it comes to dealing? I mean, if, if you are in a shopping mall, it seems now it's a place that would be regarded as high-risk, in this country, especially speaking of what you're saying, you know, what we know of high crime rates. Uh, Do you think this will result in those questions and that debate around how do we better equip security guards so they don't necessarily always waiting for the police and they themselves are empowered to do something, if they want to?
0: Uh, Absolutely. I think it's a a good idea. Um, I mean, we've got the hammed response uh, who are usually... Hammed um, um, by default, and I also think that I think one of the reasons why we may not have securities being hammed at the malls might be level of um, the threats that is posed to the premises. And I can imagine, you know, going to a shopping mall and you can see policemen hammed and and all that. It will definitely put a lot of people. Um, uneasy, on, on and it mm. is just. It I think I would be worried, and I'll be concerned, and people might not uh, feel comfortable with that. Of course, they might can. They can be strategic and have the 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 security that I have. They can be in some places that are not really visible to the people with uh, probably with CCTV uh, cameras monitoring. Um. Uh, the activities in the mall. I think the need to actually hand the, the securities at the malls would be would be necessary and it will also be helpful as well in terms of um combating this crime firsthand and they can just rely on support while they they're combating this crime in in, in any case that might happen. Mm.
1: Let's talk the DA now calling for the suspension of Gauteng Health Department CFO, uh Lerato Madillo, and they want her to be immediately suspended. Why are they calling for this?
0: I, I mean I, sometimes I, I just um, look at what the opposition is, uh, is doing in the in the country, and they have successfully been putting the ruling party on their toes. And this is regarding the dubious uh, payments that were transaction that actually happened and that she authorized. And and this is, and, and when this actually happened, there was some sort of uh, diversion in terms of the investigation of the audit. And you will have expected um, them to have investigated certain transactions, but it looks like the uh, the audit wasn't as detailed as it was supposed to, to, to be. And I mean, through an investigation, Investigative journalism work that was done, and and by by News 24 uh, journalists, uh, and they were able to expose this um, this misconduct. Mm-hmm. And now they are calling for for a suspension, and I mean, possible uh, prosecution as well might be might happen if she is investigated.
1: Well, there was a death of a whistleblower, Babita Diokaran, in this entire scandal, who had uh, it reports or it's reported, had reported the corrupt spending to Madillo and uh, called for an investigation. So it has to be dealt with the matter of, I guess, as much seriousness as uh, possible. So while the investigation continues, the DA wants it to be placed on leave, the CFO. Uh,
0: absolutely. I think it is It is uh, necessary. And, and also with, with uh, Babita's uh, murder, you will have also expected some sort of outcome by now. And mm-hmm. it is really important that the government needs to, needs to have the confidence of the citizens and also uh, of the citizens to know that they're actually protecting whistleblowers there. I mean, I can, I, I, I remember there's another whistleblower that was also murdered in Cape Town. I can't just remember the exact name. And and you would be really be concerned if we look at the statistics of the, the outcome of whistleblowers being. Murdered in the country. It's, it looks like we, the government, is not providing that support to to help them to actually enable us to to continue this fight against uh, corruption in the country. It is really indeed a shame and. I would really will will expect uh, the government to to put uh, more effort into this uh, prosecution and and get uh, uh, justice also not just for the family uh, not just for the uh, for the nation but also for the family as well.
1: Absolutely. Let's take a short break at twenty minutes past four, and then we'll wrap up our trending news with one more topic coming up. Adekunle Owolabi joining us, social media commentator, wrapping up what's happened in the last twenty four hours of social media news.
0: Sound Awake on SAFM, 3 to 5 a.m.
1: Okay, in conversation with Adekunle Owolabi, social media commentator then on our trending news. Hashtag Rasta. Let's end on that note. I'm going to say a comical note. Our very famous artist there who goes by the name of Rasta. So, (laughs) since we're celebrating Banyana Banyana, Rasta has also decided to step in and do something. Our Wafcon winning coach, Desiree Ellis, I don't know if I should say is the next uh, victim. Of Rasta, but uh, she was gifted with her own portrait from the infamous artist. <laughs> have you seen it?
0: Yeah, I have seen it, and I and I think uh, I think <laughs> Rasta deserve jail time. That's what I'm going to say, <laughs> and uh, and I think quite a few people agree with me. I mean, <laughs> I think Advocate uh, Man's not barry I actually love his comment as well, and he said, "I had already given up on Rasta, but if Desiree." Elise is smiling. Who am I to judge? I mean, kudos <laughs> to Rasta. This is, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's just quite a it's quite hilarious. And um, I mean, what can we do with Rasta? We should actually give him a portfolio in the in the ministry in the country. He's representing the country. He, sh- he always shows up. He's always there, and he's he's quite uh, punctual and dedicated to to this out his, uh, his portrait.
1: Let's make him an opening act at a comedy show. I think that would be a great one as well. And he sketches whoever the comedian, that's the main comedian who's uh, who's going to come on stage before they do. And Rasta's just there on stage (laughs) making another portrait. I did not see Desiree Ellis at all in that portrait. I was looking at it thinking, who is this person? And then, of course, with the jersey that she's wearing is where I I identified that. Oh, Okay. I mean, some
0: people are saying it is. Uh, it looks like Steven Seagal. I think we might just ask Rasta <laughs> to actually present you your portrait, Asanda. What do you think about that?
1: And then I'll look like Hailey Perry in it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I will look nothing like myself. But maybe she, maybe you he should. He'll probably make me look better. I would love it if he made me look like Hailey Perry. Or maybe look, make me look like Beyonce. <laughs> I've got the hair color, <laughs> so he might as well. <laughs> Well, well, we had to just end on a, a, a funny note there. But yeah, he's uh, he's, he's what's it's quite something. I think the other day we were saying maybe it's the whole thing of an artist uh, interpreting things, right? And, and putting things in a yes. symbolic manner and not necessarily in a what will exactly look like what it is in reality manner. <laughs> so maybe that's what it is with Rasta. Toby Amushan, yeah, maybe you should, uh, should paint uh, Toby Amushan, also another woman that we are celebrating. Your thoughts around her uh, new world record?
0: Um, Toby's to uh, world record is actually, been. I think it's taken the whole country um by the storm we really we're still celebrating and i'm traveling to to her province which is also my province as well i'm traveling there this morning i'll be speaking at the summit and i'm sure mm. she will there's been posters and banners that has been raised and in celebration of her she's really we are in, in a very quite challenging time in Nigeria right now and we could do with such news so it uh, this, the record um win celebration is actually um it came at a good time, and we know that uh, we need to be united as a country and be able to take our country forward. Um, really so much inspiration there. And that is for every African woman out yes. there. Um, I think every woman, actually. But um, they should actually, uh, if she can do it, they can also do it. It's a, like quite an inspirational um, um, victory that she got.
1: Absolutely. And I'm glad that the celebrations are happening there. And all the best for your summit there as you travel. Which province will it be?
0: It will be Ogun State. So I'll be speaking at the Ogun State uh, Digital Summit.
1: Awesome stuff. And all the best there. I'm sure you'll kill it.
0: (laughs) I'll do my best. Thank you, Asanda. Always good to be on the show.
1: Thank you. It's our pleasure. Ade Kunle Owelabi, social commentator, joining us for our trending news.